From deep inside the vaults of the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, here is Tom Holmes, your curator and guide to vintage electronic music and audio experimentation. This episode, Made at Home, Electronic Music Basement Tapes. Welcome to the podcast. This is Tom Holmes. This week, we're going to go back in time to the 1970s and early 80s and listen to what I like to think of as grassroots electronic music that was self-produced, recorded at home, and privately released. I think of these recordings as the basement tapes of experimental music. You know, recording equipment, synthesizers, and drum machines were all becoming more affordable to the musician back then. This was way before the internet and nobody really had a means for finding out who was doing what in electronic music other than, you know, attending local shows. So during this time, I actually published a small magazine that tried to connect listeners with electronic musicians. The publication was called Recordings of Experimental Music, and each issue featured reviews of music we recommended and provided addresses of artists and distributors so that readers could make a purchase. Many of the recordings I'm playing in this episode were obtained during that time and featured in the magazine. A few of the artists featured in this episode, specifically Conrad Schnitzler, Jean-Michel Jarre, and Deuter, have had great careers and success, but their initial experiments were done at home and had limited distribution, which is why I feel it's justified to include them in this homemade electronic music episode. But of the other artists included here, most have seldom been heard from again. Yet, they get my admiration for following their music and making it available on vinyl, cassettes, and even flexi-discs to share with the world. Before I play these tracks, I want to run down the records and explain what you're going to hear. Please refer to the podcast website for a complete playlist and details about all of the artists and their music. We'll begin with Jean-Michel Jarre, Happiness is a Sad Song from Rarities, a collection of very early recordings before he produced such well-known works as Oxygen and Equinox. This track is from 1968, before Jarre began studying at the GRM music program directed by Pierre Schaeffer. This piece was composed at home using only a microphone, two tape recorders, and it was all spliced together and included in this collection of Rarities. The second track we're going to hear is by Deuter, 
It's called Der Term Fluchtpunkt from the album called D, which was his first album released in 1971. This essentially was a collection of home recordings composed and played by Georges Duter. There's lots of echo applied to these, these ambient sounds and industrial sounds, plus instrumental drones and percussion. It's a fascinating mix of things you can do while at home without synthesizers. Then we will hear a track called Free Fall from an album called Geodesium, released in 1977. This was a privately released album by Mark Peterson, on which he played the EMS Synthi AKS synthesizer and the Mellotron. And this music was actually featured in planetarium shows at the Fisk Planetarium at the University of Colorado, with which he was affiliated. Track number four. Don Schlepian, Glimmerings, from a self-released cassette in 1978 called Electronic Music from the Rainbow Isle. All of the electronic instruments were played here by Mr. Schlepian, including sequencers, the ARP Odyssey, bass, phase-shifted, lap steel guitar, and so forth. This was music originally for a dance by Akiko Masuda and it was later reissued on a 7-inch vinyl in 1981. Schlepian came from Santa Monica, California, and released several albums on cassette until the late 1980s. The next track is by Don Schertz, Mockingbird Hill, from an album of early, early <laughs> computer music called Bits and Bytes, Bach, Binary, and Boolean. This was in 1978. This is a pretty amazing album and an, a, a glimpse at the earliest home computing systems. It essentially uses an Altair 8800A microprocessor and three identical voice circuits to control the synthesis techniques. The storage of all this information, the, the routines and programs, and the sound itself was all done by cassette drive. And it has a really kind of funky, weird sound because it's sort of in control and out of control. <laughs> so I picked the piece that kind of represents the nature of the whole album. Track number six is by Archie Ulm. It's MacArthur Park, the famous Jim Webb song from the uh, 60s. He had two albums. They were both done with these specialized Yamaha keyboards. In this case, it was a Yamaha EX-1, perhaps one of the rarest of all synthesizer keyboards. It had two polyphonic manuals or keyboards, five octaves each. It had a small three-octave mini keyboard for playing other synth parts. It had pedals connected to a synthesizer for playing bass notes, it had a drum machine, it was an amazing, huge device that Mr. Ulm uh, mastered and basically took on the road to various supper club engagements. After Hugo Montenegro's Moog rendition of this song, I like this one the best. Track number seven, Men Eject, Apologize. This was from 1980. It was a self-released 7-inch 45. This is the only known recording I have of this New York group. They have a kind of a cabaret Voltaire sound. I don't know who was actually in the group. The record is very mysterious in that it lacks all kinds of information. It doesn't tell you what speed the record is. And I originally um, played this at 33 and a third, and I thought, that sounds a little slow, but it also sounded pretty okay. 
Uh, but this is the actual speed it's intended at. This single came out packaged with a photocopy sleeve, an oversized lyric sheet uh, that was stuffed inside. All I can tell you, it was engineered by Takashi Suruta and Naka Suzuki. I don't know if they were men eject <laughs> or if uh, they were uh, other people or an individual. But it's a wonderful sounding, noisy, scary, electronic record that I think you'll enjoy. Number eight, Zach Swagger. I'm going to play two tracks, Empty Highways and Going, Going, Gone. These are... Um, both sides of a 7-inch 45 that he released in 1980. All of the sounds and effects are by Zach Swagger. This involves ambient sounds, cars, and jet planes, and tape loops, particularly of voices on empty highways, and it all kind of verges on a very noisy industrial style of sound. The next track is by Delta. It's called Mr. E. Chaos. It was released in 1981 as a 7-inch 45. The voice you hear and the synthesizer and melodica playing uh, are of D. McCandless. Uh, there's another synthesis named Gene Menger, who was another important member of the group. So I'm holding this record in my hand. It's actually custom packaged in a triangular-shaped sleeve. If you think of a 7-inch disc being slipped inside, you can calculate <laughs> the length of the each of the sides of the triangle. It has a little eyelet on top for hanging by a hook if you wanna store this. And the credits are on one side of this package and the other side is just a piece of artwork, hand-drawn apparently, with various faces and the word Delta. It's a fascinating package. It always has stuck out in my mind because I wanted to store it in its original sleeve and it just sticks out of the shelf on which I keep these things. And it's, it's actually from Texas. Track number 10 is by Hidden Combo from Philadelphia. It's called Driving Through Frankie Valley, um, which is a play on words, obviously. And I'm just opening it up. This is a, another custom package. It's, it's like an a five by eight package with a record slipped inside. You, it says hidden combo on the outside. You turn it over and it says King of Siam and music from a sophomore, which are two of the songs on here. Inside is a photocopied credit sheet, which lists as a member of the group, Charles Cohen, who was uh, the owner of a Bukla electric music box back in the seventies, one of the original owners. And he often uh, did gigs with musicians in Philadelphia. So I picked a track which featured his uh, work. These odd-shaped packages. I should have just done an episode called Odd-Shaped Records or Odd-Shaped Packaging. Maybe, maybe another time. Next we have Wrinkle Music, Rain. So I thought this was a German record, but it isn't. It's from Brooklyn. Uh, I, I recently acquired this because I found out about it. Wrinkle Music essentially is one person. Ken Lowry plays synthesizers and electric guitar and the energy bow, plus a drum machine. It was recorded live at the Public Access Synthesizer Studio in New York City in 1981. But essentially, I thought of this as a home recording because it was uh, self-made, recorded in real time without any help. So next on the list is uh, track number 12. I mentioned flexi discs in my opening and here indeed is a flexi disc i received back in 1983 it's by david mandel 
I think flexi discs were for a short time maybe a more affordable alternative to vinyl and probably um, was easier to mail and package than cassettes. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, I did not get a lot of flexi discs at the time, but a, f a few would come through. And this this is one exceptional flexi disc. It's by Tone Poets. The track is called Pente. And inside this flexi disc, it's a red flexi disc. It's in an envelope that says photos do not bend. That's written in crayon on both sides. One one is written in red crayon. One is one message is written in blue crayon. Inside is a note to me, which said this flexi, which was recorded in my home eight track studio is available from me for $1. Feel free to write if you'd like any other information, etc. And there are some crayon scrawlings on this note. Delightful. It was, it's really not, it was really always very nice to hear from musicians themselves about their work. Track number 13 is by Vox Populi. It is Vox Populi. It's called Ectoplasmes. It's a French record. It's a self-produced seven-inch, 33 and a third uh, vinyl disc. There's a lot of synthesizers, effects, tape, voice, percussion, flute, bass by member Noof Tap and B Wolf. One side of the disc includes vocals and, and again, kind of a cabaret Voltaire style. But the other side, uh, side B, is four tracks called Ectoplasmy, and they are uh, related electronic pieces. They're very short, so I'm going to play all four of them. Track number 14, or tracks 14 and 15, really, are from Project Electronic America. I'm going to play Round Trip Reprise and Year 9010 from an album called Tans Music, which was actually a self-made, produced, played album by Sam Rosenthal. He played all the instruments and recorded the music, uh, and as well as drawing the cover art, which is kind of a sheet stuck on the album sleeve. He used a Korg Poly 61. He indicates a non-MIDI version of that, but also a realistic Moog synthesizer on the track Round Trip Reprise. I, th I thought that was interesting in and of itself. I, you hear a lot of white noise and things on that track, which are probably from that realistic or Radio Shack Moog. And the final track I'm going to feature is a longer work by Conrad Schnitzler. The, my German is not so good, so I'm not even going to read the title, but it's from an album called Blau, or Blue in English, and it was released in 1974 by Conrad himself. So he, he was a famous member of the kind of German electronic scene. He made these wonderful electronic rhythms and manually filtered modular synthesis works, and this is one of them. And I thought, because he is kind of the, in my mind, kind of the king of self-releasing, so when, when record companies <laughs> wouldn't really care that much about what he did anymore, he continued to release things on his own and made it available. So in, in that spirit, we close out the program. Let's listen now to vintage self-produced and recorded basement tapes of electronic music. Thank <laughs> you. 
Thank you.
Why don't I just park it and walk? 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 Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? The empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? The empty highway. Why don't I just park it and walk? Empty highway.
sight like the phoenix, we all must crash and rise again from our own ash. Just remember to look before the lamb's eye disintegrates.
This is Tom Holmes. You've been listening to Electronic Music Basement Tapes on the Archive of Electronic Music. For a complete playlist of the works heard in this program, please see the podcast website. If you would like to learn more about the history of electronic music, please read my book, Electronic and Experimental Music, published by Routledge. Until next time, so long from the Archive of Electronic Music. All of the music heard in this podcast, unless otherwise indicated, is brought to you from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, a curated collection of vintage recordings. For a complete playlist, go to theholmesarchive.podbean.com. All crackles, surface noise, and other imperfections heard in this podcast are purely intentional. All intro, outro, and other incidental music is by Tom Holmes, unless otherwise noted in the playlist. For notes about this episode, please see the blog Noise and Notations at TomHolmes.com. So long from deep inside the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music. Thank you.